Good day, everybody, and welcome to episode 11 of One Life Live It podcast. I'm your host, Steve Callahan, and I'm so grateful that you're here with us today. So how are you, wherever you're to in this great, beautiful world, uh, certainly uh, North America as well, and the tropical island of Newfoundland. Thank you so much for joining us. Wanted to chat with you today about control and more importantly how to learn to let go of what you can't control a friend of mine once told me that almost everything in my life that i've had to let go of has scratch marks on it has scratch marks on it you know his point was that he found it very difficult to let go of things he couldn't control i'm sure many of you can relate to that and I guess what that means is that so much of us have trouble letting go that we scratch and claw and grab it by the ankles before it actually makes its way away. Most of us don't want to let go of things we like. So we hang on to them until they're forcibly taken away. And even then we still hold on mentally and emotionally. What we may not realize is that holding on can wreak havoc in our lives. When we hold on to things we can't control because we feel like there's a fear associated with that. But what truthfully happens is that when we hold on to things, it can cause us a great deal of stress and unhappiness. It also keeps us stuck in the past, looking in the rearview mirror constantly, constantly in the past. And it keeps us from growing and living our lives freely. If we want to be happy and free, then we need to learn to let go. Now, in this podcast, I'm hoping that we can share some things. We're going to examine what letting go really means, why it's so hard, and how your life will improve by letting go of things you can't control. Simple as that. It's the little things. But it's the little things that really lead to the big things. I'll share with you some tips. I hope you learn a little bit. I hope you live with a little greater ease so you can live a more happier life and you can really truly enjoy this one life that we have, that fulfilling life that you dream about. So what does letting go really mean? We often hear that we need to let go of something we can't control and it seems to be causing us problems. But what does letting go really mean? It's easier said, but what does it really mean? See, to understand this, we need to understand why we get attached to things in the first place. Attachment is mental and emotional fixation on something we think we need or want. Something we think we need or want. We get attached to things like people, views, outcomes, or material possessions. The reason we get attached to them is that we're afraid we're going to lose them. And therefore, we'll be unhappy or we may even think we won't survive, or I don't know if I can go on any further. I've heard that so many times. That right there is so sad. 
Many of us confuse sensual pleasure or emotional gratification with happiness. They are not the same. True happiness comes from freedom, from suffering, not sensual pleasure. Yet our society teaches us that if we achieve or acquire things that bring us happiness, then we'll be happy. And that's just not true. The problem with this approach is to finding happiness is that our emotions are temporary. That's what they are. They're temporary. What happens when the novelty of a new car wears off is that our satisfaction diminishes. Until we learn how to find freedom from our suffering, we will continue to get attached to things that bring us sensual pleasure or emotional gratification. So letting go means to release our fixation on these things. Now that doesn't necessarily mean we'll lose them. It just means that we have enough faith that we'll get the things we need to survive in this world and maybe even be happy. So why is letting go so hard? I mean, it's a question that gets asked all the time and you hear the answers, just let it go. So why is it so hard? There are various reasons why letting go is so hard. One of them is that we romanticize holding on. We romanticize it in our literature, music, our arts, our films. There's something romantic about holding on, never giving up. There's something romantic about holding on to someone we love. We want to feel the love for that person forever. Fear makes it hard to let go. We're afraid of what will happen to us if we lose something that we depend on for our survival or happiness. So we hold on as best we can, like scratch marks, like holding on to the ankles. Holding on is just a habit. That's it. Our behaviors are so deeply ingrained in us that we just hold on to things without even realizing that we're holding on. In addition, we're afraid to look at ourselves because we may not like what we see. So we just hold on and we don't let go. Well, how's that working for you? Think about that. How's that working for you? Is that a struggle? Is that a blessing? See, another reason for not letting go so hard is that our self-identity is associated with the things we have. A nice family, house, car, and other material possessions. Project an image of who we are and hopefully a successful image. Our self-identity is associated with our views, especially our political views. And it's so diminishing to who we truly are as human beings. Now, some of us are addicted to drama. Yeah, you. We are addicted to our problems. They give us some self-worth. We enjoy dwelling in our emotions. We certainly like positive emotions, but even negative emotions can get us attention. And that's what everybody loves. They love attention. They love the attention that goes with the problem. So we continue to hang on to the problem to give us that validation. These emotions can be a part of our identity. I mean, think about it. I've said it before. Everyone brightens up a room. Some when they enter, some when they leave. You got to ask yourself, which one are you? And if you're brave enough, 
ask your closest friends. Do you brighten a room when you enter? Or do you brighten it when you leave? It might be the best answer you could ever get. Intertwined in our attachment to things is the illusion of control. We often believe that if we get all the material things and circumstances just right, then we'll be happy. If we could just control everything, we'll be happy. And I got to ask you, how's that working for you? So we try to manipulate people and circumstances in order to get them in the way we want. The problem with this way of thinking is that everything is impermanent. Nothing ever stays the same. We get attached to certain things like that we like, that we expect. And we want them to remain the same as always. And that's just not the way life is. Life is constantly changing. There's no such thing as life balance. It doesn't exist. It only exists when you're dead. That's the only time you'll achieve life balance. Life is always changing. We're on a planet that is constantly moving. How can we expect things to just stay the same? And why even would you want to? The problem with this way of thinking is that, again, it's imperfect. In reality, the only thing we have control over is ourselves and our emotions. But we act as if we have control over other people and not ourselves, and we don't. And it's liberating and it's freedom to understand that we don't control those around us. That's a better feeling to know that we don't then it's not our fault in any way that they may act. Are there any benefits to this? Are there any benefits to letting go? Why should we learn to let go? There's a variety of reasons. Among them, freedom. Freedom. Better relationships continued personal growth letting go leads to freedom when we learn to let go we can be free of the sources of, of our pain and suffering that are holding us back it's an incredible incredible feeling to truthfully and truly let go we often hang on to things that are no longer serving us such as unhealthy relationships maybe at one time we were benefiting from a relationship but things change and people change and they just become chapters of the book that we're continuing to write. Often when people grow, they grow apart and that's okay. It's okay. That's when it's time to move on and understand that for what it is. There's better relationships. So many thousands of better relationships. See, a healthy relationship is one where both partners have the freedom to be who they are. Those who hold on to their partners too tightly don't allow them to be free. We need everyone to be free, to be able to feel freedom and to be able to feel that they can truly be who they aspire to be. They smother them sometimes and try to mold them into their ideal partner. And that never works, never works. 
when we let go of our partners, it doesn't mean they'll leave us. We just allow them to be who they want to be. Then it's up to us to love them for who they are. When you learn to let go, you'll attract healthier people in your life. That's because healthy people don't want to be around someone who will smother them. They don't. They want to enjoy their freedom and they want to enjoy their ability to be able to grow into the person that they want to be. Here's the thing. They're going to want to be around you more. When you allow someone to grow into their best version of themselves, they're going to become more attracted to you. That's just continued personal growth. If we hold on to something, we can't move forward. You're holding on, you're chained yourself. We cannot grow emotionally if we hold on to something we think brings us happiness. If you keep holding on to some things around you, then you will remain stuck in the past because things are always changing. This world isn't stopping. As you learn to let go, your self-esteem and self-confidence will grow. When you realize that you won't die from letting go of things you thought you needed, it is truly, truly the best feeling. Not only that, you'll be able to pursue things that are healthier for you. And only then will you truly be living the one life that you are meant to live. Now I'm going to share a story with you, and I want you to really think about this. There was a young lady, and she confidently, confidently, confidently walked around the room with a raised glass of water in her hand while leading a seminar and explaining stress management to her audience. Everyone knew she was going to ask the ultimate question, half empty or half full. She fooled them all. How heavy is this glass of water? She inquired with a smile. Answers called out ranged from eight ounces to 20 ounces. And she replied, the absolute weight doesn't matter. It depends on how long you hold on to it. Just think about that. It depends on how long you hold on to the glass of water. If I hold on to it for an hour, I'll have an ache in my right arm. If I hold on to it for a day, you'll have to call an ambulance. In each case, it's the same weight, but the longer I hold it, the heavier it becomes. She continued, and that's the way it is with stress. If we carry our burdens all the time, sooner or later, as the burdens become increasingly heavy, we won't be able to carry on. As with the glass of water, you have to put it down for a while and rest before holding it again. When we refreshed, we can carry on with the burden, holding stress longer and better each time practiced. So as early in the evening as you can, put all your burdens down. Don't carry them with you in the evening and into the night. Pick them up again tomorrow if you must, but let them go and let go in the evening. Accept the facts that some days you're the pigeon and some days you're the statue, and that's just it. Always keep in mind your words soft and sweet, Keep them that way, because just in case you have to eat them, you'd want them to taste a little better. Drive carefully. 
It's not only cars that can be recalled by their maker. If you lend someone $20 and never see that person again, it was the best $20 you ever spent. Nobody cares if you can't dance well, just get up and dance. Yeah. When everything's coming your way, you're in the wrong lane. I love those. I truly love those. I think they're absolutely amazing. And birthdays, because we all get to, the day we're born and the day we realize why we're born, the more you have, the longer you live. We could learn a lot from crayons. Some are sharp, some are pretty, and some are dull. Some have weird names and all are different colors, but they all have to live in the same box. Yeah, we could learn a lot from crayons. A truly happy person is one who can enjoy the scenery on a detour. I think that's amazing. And I want to share that one with you again. A truly happy person is one who can enjoy the scenery of a detour. I want you to have an awesome week. I'm so thankful that you joined us today, that we're still on this journey together and that we're truly, truly keeping everybody nudged for this one life that we have. It's incredibly blessed to be able to enjoy that life that we've been given, that one life, that one life that you should live. Be the kind of person that when your feet hit the floor each morning, the devil says, oh crap, they're up. And I love that one. We are live on YouTube, Apple, iTunes, Google, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon, Alexa, and iHeartRadio. And I am so thankful and blessed that you have joined us for this episode today. I love you. One life. Live it. <laughs>